Here's a little something to get your morning started right. You're the white rap kid from 90210. You're Brian Austin Green, right? Oh, well, I used to be an actor, but now I'm following my true love. Brian Austin Green! Derek Russell, podcasting's Curly Sue. That bag is amazing. You know what? When you're printing cheese, who cares? You like rap music? Yeah, sure do. Who's your favorite rapper? Brian Austin Green. He's called. Cool. He's awesome. Welcome to With Brian Austin Green. Now, here's Brian Austin Green and Derek Russell. Hey everyone, this is Brian Austin Green, and I am the uh, co-host of this show with uh, my other co-host, Derek Russell. Aren't you the host of the show? <laughs> no, I... You know, I like a Johnny Carson, I, Ed McMahon situation. We, we co-host together. No, 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 I don't... See, I don't I don't consider this like uh, like The Tonight Show. It's like Conan. This isn't... And, uh, no, this... I don't, I don't feel like I'm the host. I I feel like I was the host for our, our live show, um, but... Of this show, this is we we co we do this together. You know, we watched uh, when we were in Vancouver. We watched a lot of um, Conan Without Borders. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. both... which you which you hadn't seen much of. Before, I've seen a few right? of them. I had not seen a couple of the ones we were watching. Yeah. Now they're all on Netflix. Although he yeah. just released one a week or two ago that's not up yet. I forget where he went. Oh, that show is so fun. Guam. What was the one that we watched? Italy. We watched Maybe Italy, watched. and that's where oh, I'm going. God, he goes with, so good. He goes with Jordan Shalansky, his yeah. producer, and his long-suffering producer from the NBC yeah. days. And at one point, you and I just look at each other on the couch like, holy shit, we're, we're Conan and Jordan. <laughs> like, that is exactly uh, how we... Jordan, Jordan's so... They, they have such a good... I mean, much like we do, they have such a good way of doing what they do like conan is so hard on him and jordan just fucking that's that's his character he just doesn't break (laughs) character at all he's just fucking obnoxious and like hey i know facts and it's like who gives a shit it's funny they're awesome passive aggressive to him those two are great um okay so co-host well that's a thank you that's a great uh honor yeah no an honor, but it's it's been like that since day one. We've I didn't know. Like, I thought I was done I like two I was and a half the, years of these. I've been sitting over here like McMahon the whole day. Yes, I've just been waiting. You know, <laughs> right? Just, every, every time, just laughing. I when, keep waiting when you to put on the big turban and, and do uh, do Karnak or something this whole time. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, okay, no. cool. Co-host. Yeah, no, I, I I I I feel like we're we're both in this shit show together. Oh my god, we have to. I have to up the ante now. Like I have to. I got to quit phoning it in. I got to bring it. <laughs> I'm a co-host. It's too. It's too late now. Oh God! Just, just do, just do what you've been doing. It's only episode. Uh, I'm going to 70... continue doing what I've been doing, which is making mediocre podcasts. It's only episode and, uh... 73. We can still turn this around. <laughs> yeah, we can turn this boat around. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> this Titanic has only run over a few icebergs at this point. All right, so let's talk about what everybody has probably wants you to talk about oh uh yeah saved by the bell coming back yeah exactly i think that the well i wanted to get into the streaming wars anyways (laughs) the reboot of saved by the bell we can jump uh, off that no uh you know i i guess it came as a big shock that bh would not return but to me and i guess just talking to you but even the way it was marketed was always kind of that was the intent of it right i mean when when you guys pitched it I sort of felt like that was the intent at the point when Fox stepped in. I mean, that wasn't, yeah. 
I don't know if that was our intention at first when we as a cast were sitting and talking about it. We had a different vision of the show. But then when Fox came to us and they were like, hey, we want to do – it's a six-episode summer event. I felt like, OK, well, that's – so it's it's six episodes. Yeah. But I, I didn't – I didn't see past that. I felt like, okay, we're, you know, we, we, for a summer are going to bring fans back with us. And it's the, it's what it would be like to get a reboot off the ground, not to make the reboot, but to, to make a reboot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and so I think, I I feel like we accomplished that. I, I feel like in six episodes, you know, we, we ended with, uh, the the pilot getting picked up and going to the upfronts and uh, and it was it was kind of a nice it was kind of a nice uh, way to tie it all up and in completely I meta, meta fashion you're gonna have to go to Canada the studio has no money you're not gonna shoot in L A right. yeah totally that whole thing I mean it was yeah. it was the same journey essentially yeah we um, had the fun cliffhangers of like you know Zach and that whole thing of like I'm not his dad and then people start saying, Oh, Jason's looking at him differently and there might be something there. So it, it leaves a little, uh, a, a little sort of to, to play with a little to, uh, think about and, and hopefully just a little too. uh, it, it was just, it was entertaining for people when it was on Tori and Jenny have talked about it selling and some other network picking it up. And if, you know, if that happens, um, then, we'll definitely sit down as a cast and we'll, we'll talk to that network and see what their thoughts are and what, you know, what they want us to do and what we would want to do. And, and, uh, there, there are a lot of moving parts at that point to, to sell. So it's not, it's not as easy, uh, you know, as, as people think it is of just like, Oh, you just sell to another network and it's all new contracts. It's all new. It's all new stuff. Cause it's, it's a whole new network. So, it, the paperwork that we have in place now is done. It's so weird to me in this day and age, because now when something gets canceled, when you've got the internet and when you've got social media and the, and I'm, I'm not saying this against any 90210 fan. I'm saying this just in general, what we've seen over the years when, when something beloved gets canceled or doesn't return the, Online trolling? I don't even know how to just a very small subset can become very loud online. Right. You know, right. a very small group, centralized group of people can can outnumber masses when you've right. got those tools at their discretion. And we've seen it work. I mean, you know, a lot of shows that have been canceled for years, especially now in all this streaming stuff with Netflix and Hulu, they're picking them back up for stuff. You know what? I was I was a huge fan of Arrested Development. Yeah, and uh, and you know that was that was one of those shows that the first season I thought was brilliant. Yeah, and it didn't get picked up because the numbers weren't there. Right, and then people complained about it, and then it got picked up, and you know it it moved, and they they did a second season, and it didn't. The numbers weren't there. It was brilliant, but the numbers weren't there. And then uh, who was it? Uh, Netflix did the last season of it. Yeah, the last two. And uh, yeah, and. It was, you know, it was, I, I thought it was really, it was really good. It's just one of those, it, it, it's strange. The shows, it seems like the shows that are, uh, are, so, that are sort of the least involved and, and, and are, are the most like sort of popcorny shows, like the ones you can just sit back and watch and, and you don't have to think too much about. Those are the ones that, uh, that do really well and, and go for years and years. And then the ones that are, really smart, you know, uh, like, like Sarah Connor was, mm-hmm. uh, the, those shows, 
they're they're just too deep for some people and you know so they they create a fan base and and that show Sarah Connor definitely had a fan base but uh that fan base they appreciate that you know they're they're sort of the sci-fi fan base that really likes in-depth stories and and characters and and all of that and and Sarah Connor was that um I had you know Sarah Connor was canceled uh the wedding band which I thought was really funny and really good was was canceled yeah. um this 90210 I don't consider as it was canceled. No. I, I, I feel like we did we were meant to do six episodes. And if it did really well beyond those six, then then Fox might talk about, hey, let's do another who who knows what it was gonna be. Uh, who knows if you know they were thinking, okay, well, if it does really well, we'll do it'll be a ten episode summer event next summer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, who knows? Who knows what the what the ultimate plan was? I mean, the the original plan was to do this six episode summer event. And I know fans have been really hard on, on Fox and, you know, they're like, Oh, Fox cancels, you know, they've canceled so many shows that I love and all that. But like the reality is Fox gave 90210 306 episodes. They, they gave the original 10 years and they gave this one six episodes. And that's, that's a huge order for a network. You, You know, Charlie, the guy running it now was not running it then. Um, and it's a business and you have to, he has to be a businessman. He has to himself single-handedly run a network, which is, it's difficult. And there, there are a lot of factors that go into it. And if the numbers weren't there, then you don't, that's other people's money, you know, that, that, that he's making television shows with. And at the end of the day, you have to make sure that, that, that money is protected. And if it's not protected enough with, with this project, then, then you, you keep going until it's protected enough with the right project. You know, I hadn't considered this until you started listing off things like wedding band or Freddie or Sarah Connor. Have you ever thought maybe you're the problem? (laughs) Yes. I have. have. Thanks Derek. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, no. Freddie, Freddie was one of those uh, where we did a season, and it was it, we had really good chemistry, and it was I, it was a much better first season than most sitcoms have. Um, I feel like it developed really quick, but uh, there were just internal problems at ABC, and then uh, and then Wedding Band, we had some internal problems at TBS, and uh, Sarah Connor, we did two seasons, but the show was. You know, that show was so serialized, you know, oh, yeah. that if you if you missed an episode, then you were lost. That you was were done. I still it, say to this day, Sarah Connor was the first binge worthy like in in, yeah. the, in the world of streaming. That's the kind of show. But that but that show really was made for streaming. Yeah. It was before its time. Yeah. It was it was like if if streaming had existed now, then when when that show was on, that show would still be on mm-hmm. because it, it just worked within that. Like you could sit down and watch the whole story and it made sense. But just for it being on network television, if you missed one, you were, you were fucked. Yeah. Cause you had the, no idea what was going on. The previously ons were like two minutes long. Yeah. Because totally. they had to catch you up in case you missed something. Yeah. I mean, Josh Friedman's an, an amazing writer and storyteller. And, and that was, that was really well done. That, that was, that's one of the projects, one of the shows that I'm really, really proud of. You should be. Yeah. To this Thank day. you. I mean, well, and then I see like, you know, the new one, the new movie bombed. I mean, it just bombed. Right. Right. Uh, in, in regards to box office, and which Josh trying. was a writer on. 
yeah, they they actually had a whole uh, assembled a writer's room for this movie. Did they really? Um, and, and, and so there was like seven of them that they brought in to kind of craft this new story and to bring Linda back and, and do all this stuff. And, you know, it bombed. And I look at it again, I'm just like, you know, the the one thing that's worked since the second movie was was you guys. Right. That that actually succeeded at something building Which on what came franchise. before. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, that franchise may need to be put to rest now for a while. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, I think they've they've done quite a few of the films. We we did the show. I, I sort of feel like that franchise is tapped out. You're, uh, at this point, you you're, know, you're beating a dead Derek Reese at this point. Yeah, exactly. It's it, you're you're trying to get water out of a rock. <laughs> That's what and, we should uh, have called this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Called with Brian Austin Green. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait till Fox dude, I, picks I can't, us. I can't believe we're doing this again. We've been—it's been a while since we've done this. It has, but I think we deserved it. Um. Oh, because from the live show, the live show is just the, like, uh, the vacation. We've talked about everything. Like, let's just let's let it simmer for a little bit, <laughs> right? Or we have nothing to talk about. Yeah, this show's I mean, stupid. Just... This show's stupid as it is. Let alone give us nothing well, to talk. You know, about. I think then the show's really stupid. To our credit, and I'm not. You know, breaking our arms, putting patting ourselves on the back. I think we could talk about what we had for breakfast this morning and still make it somewhat entertaining for our nine listeners. Nah, but at least let no. us get. I, I'm really, I'm really, I, I, I cherish the fact that we have nine, and I don't want to go down to eight. Let's. So, <laughs> I don't want to go backwards at this point. They had nine Siri. is really nine is a huge accomplishment to me. <laughs> the fact that we have nine people that are like, I'm going to listen to this piece of crap. Is is pretty amazing. They had cereal this morning. I'm not yeah. listening to this show anymore. <laughs> right. Jesus, raisin right. bran. You thought you had cereal. Yeah. Cut to you're throwing up because this show is so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes you nauseous. All episodes like, of with Brian Austin Green come with a, di- a disclaimer like you know, like Lunera <laughs> might or, lose your breakfast. Yeah. Well, just you know, <laughs> side effects may include. <laughs> we should have. That'll be on the shirt next time. <laughs> One one star might lose your breakfast. <laughs> Side effects may include dizziness, dizziness. I can't even speak. Dizziness, memory loss, death, memory loss. It's been loss. a while since we've done this. It is. The English language goes away. It's well yes. when you don't. The mouth. <laughs> yeah. You got to do the whole right. Ron Burgundy. Right when you don't. When you don't use it. Yeah, you got to do the the Will Ferrell thing from Ron Burgundy and do the vocal. The arsonist, the arsonist had oddly shaped. My, 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 my. <laughs> Those, yeah. Do you do anything the, when you, before no, you? No. The, the throat and lip exercises. Have you ever no, done anything no. before no, you? No, I, I, I drink water. Yeah? Yeah. I drink what, water and then. What are then, your secrets, Brian Green? Share them with us. I've literally, I've had to uh, do ADR on lines that just didn't make any sense where they were like, we couldn't really understand what you said. And it's you, like, that's because I don't speak well. You mumble? Yeah, I mumble. You mumble through this entire monologue, Brian. Yeah, that's my that's my shtick. Yeah, that that's my thing. That's That's, what you get when you get brought us to grade. That's that's the quality of the table. You get you get like you know Klingon. (laughs) You get some (laughs) other language. (laughs) I think he went into some German there for a second, or I'm not really sure. So you so camera. I don't know that we've ever even talked about this. So they yell action. Anything? I mean, is it just is it just a switch, or do do you have a process, or? At, at this point, it's just a switch. Yeah. I mean, the pro the process, the work is done beforehand. Okay. So you, to me, you develop a character, you you develop all the little things, um, and then 
I, you shouldn't be doing that when you're on set. No. I mean, that job should be done. That's, you know, that's, if, if you're going in to do some other job, you, you, you try and learn a little bit about it before you start it. So you're not like completely fresh and new going, holy shit, what am I doing? Um, so yeah, I, 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 I do as much work as I can, um, beforehand and then you get to set and it's, they, they, you do rehearsal and you sort of fall into the character and what you've created. And then you, you fine tune it in rehearsal and then, uh, and, and then you shoot. I've seen you when you get new pages before and you automatically start saying them out loud to see, I I guess from me sitting across the room from you and watching you do it, I assume it's you saying them out loud to see if it sounds like something you would say. Well, I know, I know you ad lib some anyway, but I yeah, just, it seems yeah. I always wondered if that's kind of just you t- tinkering with the dialogue, or you just seeing is that something that you know David would say or Faux well, Brian would say? For me, it's uh, my my pro. I mean, everybody's got their own process, yeah. but mine is if I get new sides or something that's been rewritten, it's I'm trying to figure out. I'm not trying to learn the words so much. I'm trying to learn the intention of the words. So, okay. So, you know, why am I saying this now? Like what, what am I responding to? Does this work? And if it doesn't, if it doesn't tie into something previous and there, there's not some sort of a path to get there, then that's when a change needs to be made because I have to create that path for myself. I have to create like, okay, the scene starts here. I hear this, it triggers this, it, you know, it becomes the domino effect. So I make sure that all the dominoes are there. So it will lead to what it is they've written or are trying to say or do in a scene. And then I, I fill in the blanks much like Jurassic park. Like they, they had majority of the DNA, but then they would use DNA from other animals to fill in the gaps. I do the same thing. That's a very specific reference. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I figured I'd go a little engine on on everyone. You know? It's like in Superman 3 when Richard Pryor couldn't come up with all the ingredients for the kryptonite, so he just started throwing stuff in there. Right. It, it's kind of like Richard Pryor when he was riding on Superman's back. Yeah. Flying. Yeah. That's what this show <laughs> it's, is. It's not like that at all. Yeah. It's just me pulling There you go, though. That's, that for, for, for the uh, Photoshop kids out there. It's, do me flying with Derek on my back. We, yeah, but don't let's okay. it's 2019. Please don't put me in blackface. Let's just go ahead and say that with make that known. <laughs> Dude, you you in the bicycle helmet with that story. With, <laughs> that's, that's still one of my favorite pictures. Just because the helmet was like barely balancing you, on your you head. Teaching it was me awesome. how to ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good manip. That was a good picture. That was a really good one. Yeah. So do you um you were talking about kind of the domino effect of being triggered by lines. Are you active listening in a scene or are you just waiting for your line to, to... I see I, to me, that's the key is I'm, I'm super active listening. It's all, it's all about listening. It's not, it's not about my lines at all, which is why uh, I tend to paraphrase sometimes because I, I'll, I'll respond in the middle of somebody talking. I'll I'll throw in a yes or a, you know, whatever, however you would respond. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always, uh, to me, acting is, is like 90% listening. Yeah. Cause if you're not in the, if you're just spouting off, if you're waiting for a trigger to say your line, it's not. Well, and then you're just figuring out like, how do I want to say my line yeah. and what do I, you know, and you're, and it's, you're, you're, you're a very selfish actor at that point because it gives the other person nothing 
to feel or or react to or or do. They're just you know, they're they're following you, listening for your line. So it becomes this like everybody's just waiting for that space to say their their line. I'm always interested in in craft and just especially people who've been doing it for 20, 30 years that what they found works for them. Like does Megan do anything different? Anything work for her that wouldn't work for you? I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Megan's process is. We we haven't really talked about it. We, we, we're both very confident and comfortable with each other, which is nice. Yeah. So we can, you know, like when we did this, uh, we're doing this campaign right now for global green, which we need to talk and, about. Uh, and so we did these, these PSAs, you know, with Omaze and, uh, and, and, and PUBG mobile. And it, it was nice being, being on set and doing that stuff and just having total faith in, I just knew that when, when I was on set and I was like, you know, we were doing the video with the, uh, the self portrait and all that stuff, the Omaze one that, that she would totally be there and she'd be listening and she'd be reacting to what I said and what I did and vice versa. It was nice. Did you actually draw that? No, I didn't, but it's pretty good. I really, I, uh, I, I actually, I, that everybody was everybody was laughing about. It. They were saying, "Oh, wait till you see this self portrait." And then I saw it in the scene. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty awesome." Did you keep it? So, no, I didn't. I, be, I I I'm hoping that uh, whoever ends up winning the car and the cash also gets the self portrait. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like that's that that's deserved, and that's there. There's some sort of value. It might be like five dollars, but there's some sort of value to that. Self-portrait. Well, that's a good segue to uh, get into the fundraiser and talk about yeah. what you guys are trying to accomplish. Right. Yeah. So, so, so do that. Uh, we... <laughs> I love. I'm like, it's a good segue, and you're like, yeah. Yeah. What the? Where the fuck yeah. was the active listening yeah. there, bro? <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> the segue's already been done. You're 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 a step behind the segue. I've already started talking about the campaign. You're like, hey, let's go back to the beginning and talk about the campaign. We're it's talking like, no, about we're the already, self-portrait. We're I want you to it. talk about the actual campaign. It, it's kind of like getting in the DeLorean and going 80 again just to go back to when Back to the Future first started. Listen, don't pull don't pull up my heartstrings just because you know what affects me. <laughs> <laughs> don't you wave a carrot in front don't of my give face, me a reference Brian Green. that I love. Don't you, don't you wave a carrot in front of my face. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so we, so Megan and I were approached by, uh, by this, this friend of mine, um, Amy, her and her husband, uh, were, were helping with this campaign for global green and Omaze was, was a part of it and, and PUBG mobile. And it's, it's a really cool campaign. I don't, I don't know how much you know about Omaze or PUBG mobile, but Omaze is this fundraising platform and they they really think of fun ways for people to donate money so it's not just you know donate here they're they're the ones that came up with the uh with the whole tesla model s and the the 20 grand and that whole thing so they made something there and then PUBG mobile you know huge like mobile presence in video gaming they decided like hey why not reach out to all of the people that play our games and try and get them to donate as well and then uh global green is just this this amazing nonprofit organization and so it, it came to our attention this whole thing we thought hey if you know if we can raise as much awareness as possible i'll bring all nine people that that care about me and then megan will bring you know 
3.4 million or whatever, it's, 8 million, however many it is on Instagram. And then on Facebook, it's like what? 34 million or it's, something. It's not a contest, like, Brian. It's not a contest. She wins. Um, and, uh, I, I figured, you know, let's, let's raise awareness for this and, and get this out there and let's do some press and, and really, really get people involved. I, I feel like this is the time. I mean, you know, Noah, Noah, our, our, uh, our oldest son, just in watching the news and the fires in the Amazon was, was crying because he was thinking about the animals and, and everything that's being lost. And, and to be able to tell him like, Hey, we're, we're raising money to put those fires out and plant trees and to try and, you know, you can't bring the Amazon back. Um, but you sort of, you refurbish it in a way, yeah. you know? So, I mean, a lot, a lot is lost in the Amazon, uh, you know, with these fires, I mean, people don't realize like aside from the plants and the animals, which are the, that's sort of the, the given you, you realize that, that, you know, there's, there are tribes and there, there are plants in the Amazon and there are things that people, that certain people have spent their lifetime learning about that, and it's knowledge that will be lost. Yeah, it's their their plants that and and lives that just forever are are gone. And and they're things that we'll never we'll never learn about, or or never know about, because they're, you know, a lot of this knowledge is passed down from generation to generation. And when that when that chain is broken, um, then it's broken, and, and there's there's no way of bringing it back. Um, you were talking about the cool things that Omaze does and they really are cool. Like occasionally I'll get, I've donated before to campaigns they've done because they not for the incentives, but the incentives they come up with are really amazing. Like they just did one where you could go to the, the bond film and, yeah. and hang with Daniel Craig for the day and go to the set. But I, I remember I donated to one not too long ago because of the subject matter. And because I'm a big believer in PBS and, children's workshop in sesame street that i've donated um to that one but like cookie monster sent me an email afterward and i was like okay that's kind of cool thank you awesome. yeah i got an email i got an email from cookie monster right. <laughs> saying a how much he loves cookies. yes yes omaze.com slash pubg mobile p-u-b-g mobile is the uh, link for that for the yeah hashtag fight for the amazon campaign is, is there um, a goal in mind it, with this is what I don't know if there's a specific goal. I know, like, uh, I know that the Tencent Games that that has PUBG Mobile. Yeah, PUBG Mobile. They they're donating a um, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, so that's um, incredible. Yeah, it's a it's a great start. I mean, we're you know we're hoping we're hoping by uh, December 9th for the for the party, which is going to be on Twitch TV, um, that uh, that we raise serious money. You know, we can we can raise a half a million dollars. Um, for, for that purpose, for putting out fires and planting trees and really helping, uh, helping restore the, the Amazon, not to its, not to its former glory, but to the glory that we can, you know, because it's, people don't realize how important it is. Uh, there's it just, just the amount of carbon that, uh, that the Amazon, um, takes in and keeps, keeps off of our planet is huge. Yeah. And, and without that, you know, you've, you're, you're taking, you're, you're taking national forests off of the map. It's the Amazon is, is huge and it does a, it plays a huge part in our ecosystem. 
And I mean, enter to win, like we said, omaze.com, a Tesla Model S, which it's just a, a Model S performance. performance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know oh, the yeah. difference. I've driven a Model S. What's the performance? So the performance is you, it's, uh, it's an extended battery. It's, uh, it, it has, it has, it's like faster speed adjustments. Oh, basically. it has the autopilot too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. No, it's, it's one of those, it's like, why not, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't win, you're still donating to oh, a great yeah. cause. Absolutely. So it's not, it's a win-win. If if you happen to win and you walk away with a Tesla Model S and twenty grand, that's that's huge. That's huge. And you know, at the end of the day, donating—it's the perfect time of year too, because you get to write it off on your taxes. It's a nonprofit. It is, yeah. So all, absolutely, you know, not that you need more incentive to help out a worthy cause, but come on. But yeah, a Tesla Model S performance alone would be a fantastic win, and then you just throw twenty grand on top of that. Yeah, well, I mean, the the Tesla itself, that's a $130,000 car. Yeah. Jeez. And then, and then you know, for people that are worried, like, oh, well, I can't afford insurance or, you know, what, what, it's like that's that's what you get the cash for. So did they come to you? <laughs> did they come to you guys? Is this something that you— Yeah, yeah, yeah. they came to us, and I was like, you know, I was like, sure. And then, you know, it, it took a little longer for Megan to think about it because she gets offers like this all the time. Oh, but yeah. this was yeah. like— this was a no-brainer for both of us. This yeah. was an absolute like slam dunk with what we want to do and what we believe in and and what we want to be a part of. I mean, it's called Global Green. It just kind of makes sense, right? Absolutely. I didn't think about that, but yes. You didn't yes. think about Thank that? Thank you. I, I didn't. Thank you for connecting those You're dots. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I will take my Tesla Model S and <laughs> right off into the sunset. <laughs> You didn't think about that? No, I, I actually, no. no my I work here is done. Thank you. Right. Thank you and good night, mic drop. <laughs> Halloween. We, 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 we didn't get to talk Halloween, and that's something yeah. we always do on the show is talk. Yeah. Um, what the kids did, what you guys did. I know you guys went to Disney. Yeah, you told we me, went but, to Disney. But uh, who dressed as what was, and did what this year? I so So Megan has been out of the country shooting. She's been in South Africa filming a movie. So I was here with the kids. Um, I got one of those uh, one of those things that make it look like there's an arrow through your head. So it's like, you know, one half of an arrow, like a band, and then the other bag. half of it. So I did that. I wore a hunting jacket and a, and a you know, and a, a hat and made it look like I was a stupid hunter. <laughs> But uh, that was because I knew I had to trick or treat with three kids, and so I had to make sure I had nothing that obstructed my my view of them at all. Nice. Um, Noah Noah was a witch. Uh, Bodhi was Godzilla, awesome. and Journey was a dragon slash dinosaur. He was a, it was a dragon costume, but he didn't wear the wings, so he was a dinosaur. What? What made him want to be Godzilla? Like, where did that? Like, I know you've got. We like, were one to... we were at the costume shop, and yeah. he saw it, and and he was like, "I want that one." And awesome. it was a Godzilla costume. That's fantastic. That, yeah, that does no, my he's... heart well to know that a kid yeah. would want to be Godzilla in 2019. Yeah, he he lo he loves he and Journey both love dinosaurs. They watch they watch Jurassic World constantly, and Journey especially. Journey's like obsessed with dinosaurs. He has. All the different Jurassic World dinosaurs. He has the Indominus Rex that opens its mouth and growls, and the throat lights up, and he has a big T Rex that can swallow things. And he has 
he probably has like 30 something dinosaurs at this point and you can scan the feet now there there's an app that comes it's a jurassic world app and there are little codes on the bottom of the feet and when you scan them on your phone it brings the dinosaur to life and you get to watch it and learn about it and so he has he has quite a collection of, of dinosaurs in the jurassic world app well that's cool yeah it's pretty amazing it's pretty cool that, that's one of those great, like, great educational reasons, you know, to have an iPhone around. Yeah. Here, play with this. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, look at dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit more than Candy Crush. Here. Right, exactly. Yeah. Do something. It's a little more than Tetris. It's better than YouTube. I don't, I, <laughs> right. don't, dis- don't discredit Tetris now. Yeah, no, I won't. I, I'm not discrediting it, but it is better than, it is more of a learning learning experience than Tetris is. Tetris is what made me want to be an architect, and we see how <laughs> yeah. far that got me. Right, yeah, yeah. How much of an architect? Well, I was know. too good at it, because you get, the, the, then the building's gone, and you're right. like, I don't want to be an architect. I just, I just write about buildings at this point. <laughs> you know, the foundation wasn't strong. <laughs> but... But I got six but, lines but across, the dude. Beams, the beams were dreamy. <laughs> dreamy, dreamy beams you're, was the name of my band in college. Yeah, you're writing, you're writing like you know adult, uh, adult, uh, adult books about buildings. It's, a, it's, a, it's an untapped, untapped market. Richard Scarry's right. book of architecture. <laughs> There's sex scenes involving uh, buildings. What? <laughs> The raft. I don't know. I, I was wondering if you were going to start. Then I was like, the no, floor no. was glossy. Please don't ever do I that. I walked voice. across it in my socks and slipped from side to side. Please stop. <laughs> I will give you a model. I love buildings. I will give you a Tesla Model S to never talk like that again. A Model S performance. No, I can't do a performance. I'll just get you the S. Still 100 grand. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Have you been to the movies? Uh, I've not been to the movies. I saw the Adams Family. Yeah, the animated. Yeah. yeah, the animated one with the kids. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, we saw Abominable. Have you seen that? No, I didn't see that one. That was that was really good. That was uh, that was the makers of How to Train Your Dragon. They made this, and the uh, the abominable snowman was was much like uh, much like toothless. Like it was, it was, it looked like a scary monster, but it just had a heart of gold. It was a really sweet story. Um, and then Frozen is coming out. Uh, oh yeah, my my wife comes back into town on Thursday, and I think Frozen is this weekend. Is it Frozen Two? So uh, we'll be going to that at eleven o'clock on on Monday. Oh my gosh, on either back. What? It is yeah. back. It is this weekend. Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was December. What's crazy is, my, you know, my wife was out of town for five and a half weeks, and uh, and for the most part, it flew. I can't believe she's back this Thursday. She's been gone I mean, that I know, long. Oh yeah, she's been gone that long. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, she missed she missed Halloween and all of it. Uh, it's, I mean, she's coming back, and you know, I've got some Christmas decorations up at the house, uh, just to get a head start just because otherwise the month of December flies by yeah, and you're, and you're like, like you know, you did all this work and you get like two days. Yeah. It's December 23rd. I guess we should put the tree out. So she comes back and Thanksgiving is next week. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Actually, is it week after next? Cause it's so late this year. 
No, it is, is it? next week. It's the 28th. It's, yeah, so yeah it's, it's next It's next week. God, today's the 18th. I didn't even have an <laughs> idea of what today was. Okay, now just shut up, Derek. You don't, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you know nothing. Um, did you jump on Disney Plus? God darn it, people like me. Um, <laughs> start doing no, sex I, buildings again. I have not because uh, we own most of the Disney films. We own all the Star Wars films. We own most of the uh, the uh, Marvel films on Apple TV. So I, I, it's. But you got to do the Mandalorian. I see. I've heard mixed things about the Mandalorian. I haven't seen it. I How think is you'd it? Like it. You like it's, it? Here's the thing. If it was just a pilot of a TV show. Okay, so so that's a bad start. No, no, no. It's, here's the thing is not a start with like thinking something's really good. But I guess it's the same thing with any IP or specifically Star Wars. If this were the pilot of a TV show, you wouldn't care about it because, you know, it's kind of like a Western and you, you wouldn't you just wouldn't be involved. You wouldn't be so engrossed with the characters as soon as they hit the screen. But... Right. Because it's Star Wars, the stakes are so high. The stakes are you're you're inherently just going to buy into it so much right. quickly that the story doesn't. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but you don't have to have as much story as you would with some new prospect of a show, right? Like like within five minutes, you're in this world and you're you're here for it. But you sit there and think, if this were just like a regular TV show western or something, I wouldn't you wouldn't care because you don't care about these. It's hard to care about a character in 32 minutes. Right. Um, most most of the time, unless it's really, it, really it, well It done. stinks for me. I mean, it doesn't stink for me yet, but it will if the show, if people don't like it, because I feel like as a Star Wars fan, that show is the best shot for me as an actor to be in a Star Wars anything. Well. Other than Star Wars land at Disney. This <laughs> has to happen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So get me in. I'll get that show canceled for sure. Can't you just text Freddy? Can't you just get <laughs> y'all get it canceled? <laughs> Season two's the last, yeah. baby. I'll I be the it. death of the Mandalorian. Can't you just text Freddy? No, in the in the story and for real, that show will go away. <laughs> Can't you just text Freddy and be like, "Hey, I want in." No, Freddy doesn't have that kind of pull. There, he he did the 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 original cartoon. Yeah, he still got pull. I don't think so. He and Dave Filoni are big buds, surely. I don't think I don't think it works that way. I don't know how it works. I'll try. We I'll can, reach out to him. We got, we got to get. I, I would assume that he would be there first, like well before me. Oh but, my god! What know. would you play? Would what would you? I mean, I guess a Jedi would be your 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 top hit. I'll, but I'll play a fucking stick at this point. Yeah, I don't care. just to be in Star Wars. Just to yeah, just to be on a Star Wars set. Totally, totally. I will. I've I've seriously considered playing a stormtrooper at galaxy's edge <laughs> just so i can say that i was in star wars i mean i just i've you know we need a we need a brian austin green droid at this point yeah you because god knows you're never going to build your own so <laughs> never i haven't done i i moved the the fucking skins today because they were in the way of something else you're in never the garage. Gonna finish it. i'm never gonna finish it that's okay. Which is a shame because it's it's the whole thing is you know it's all metal and it's it's awesome. But he's it there. Could be awesome. Like you could still. I mean, even unfinished, he still looks cool. Right. 
Looks like I'm building a droid. You got to watch Mandalorian. By the t- by the time I'm done building him, there actually will be droids. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. And people will be like, "Where the fuck's your droid?" I'll be like, "Oh, it's in the garage." Bodhi comes riding up on yeah. a land speeder. Hey, Dad. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I bought. Uh, I have one of those one wheels now. So, I the electric skateboard that I had in Vancouver, I, I no longer have. What um, happened? Just because I was like, I you know, I'm not. I don't want to carry it all the way back to Los Angeles. And it's not, it, it, and it wasn't, it was sort of fun, but I got this thing called a one wheel, which you've probably seen these before. It's just, it's just a big, uh, air filled wheel. And it's got, it's got like a pad to stand on in front of it and behind it, behind the wheel. So you're, you're, it's a unicycle basically, but it's a big fat tire. So you don't really have to balance on it. And when you lean forward, it goes forward. When right. you lean back, it goes back. So you don't have a you don't have a remote in your hand. It's pretty intuitive. We it turns. Talking, we were talking about you, those in, in Vancouver because I remember yeah. asking you about them. So what'd you do with the other? Yeah. The other I ended up giving to uh, one of the crew guys on on uh, the guy that Matt, was always Matt. asking you about the board when you were riding yeah. around. Yeah, Matt. Nice, Matt. The guy, nice. the guy who was uh, running base camp. He yeah. was. He loved that thing. Every time you went <laughs> flying by on it, he loved it. He loved it, and he's and so I I ended up giving it to him, and he's actually uh, he would come to set, and he was like, oh, I wrote it all weekend, Australian guy, I wrote it all weekend, mate. Um, you know, it was he he took it to like top speed, and he was like racing cars and shit. He's you know he's a younger guy and fearless, and I was like, that's awesome, that's way way better than I'll I'll ever get on it. But this thing's still electric, right? This new one. Yeah. Oh, it's totally electric. You charge it, but. So this company is called One Wheel. I think they're out of uh, Santa Cruz, and it's awesome. It's so much fun, and I've actually uh, I've let a couple of friends of mine ride it, and it's it's a it's a blast. It really yeah. is. It's one of those like you get on it and you kind of feel like a kid again because it's so it's just so fun and it, it's energizing. Do you trust me on it? No. I figured so. No. I don't. I, I. I wouldn't trust you stand. I. I barely trust you standing on a stage. Which is, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I. I like on a stationary object. I. I barely. Trust so just you. standing still, you don't trust me. Right. Exactly. Right. You. There. There is a possibility you could fall or run into something. <laughs> like that's, a, that's very real. Like I'm a fall risk. Like I have a bra- like a bracelet at all times. I'm a fall risk. It's a very. It's a very real. You you need a you need some sort of a, an animal to help you. What? You need some sort of like no, a, I heard you, a, a service what? animal, a service like monkey or something. I don't you know, need that, a uh, service. What are you trying to bring bubbles into this? I don't need a service monkey. <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> you might. That that's another picture. Derek with a service monkey. <laughs> get that get that one together, okay. and, and the other one okay. of me flying with no, him on my back. No offense. And and will those will be the uh, the podcast. Uh, pictures. No week. offense to I'm I'm here for the Superman. You want the Superman to <laughs> me as Richard Pryor. But what does a service monkey do? The service monkey keeps you upright. What do you mean? What, is what does he do? Like do? fix your pot? Like you start monkeys, landing and he monkeys like holds have you amazing place? balance, which you lack. So it fills in the like Jurassic World, the way we were talking about. You know the <laughs> genes. It it fills in the gaps of like where you know when you were built. So what, what you're what you're missing. So I'm trying to imagine this. So it's me <laughs> and this, I guess like the little lemur tail monkeys or whatever, just constantly running around me in circles trying to like position me up straight. Keep you upright. You only need one because they're fast. 
and they're strong. They'd have to be. Have you seen me? I, I have. If I fall yeah. over and kill the monkey, what good does that do? It's true. We have a kangaroo loose in town right now. What? What do you mean a kangaroo loose? <laughs> there is, I, I, there is a family here that has a pet kangaroo, and it's loose. And it has, it has, it's, it's been coming out of its cage, and it's doing just fine. It, 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 it's, it. He got out of his cage. That's crazy. They and this was like so everyone's like driving slower. Yeah, well, this was like Saturday, and like they were, you know, they interviewed somebody about, and they were like, he could, the way these things move, he could be, he could already be in Tennessee, you know, by this point, you know, he could, Jesus, take him like an hour, and he's gone. Isn't it? Isn't it freezing where you are? Eh, It's in the 30s. Yeah, and and marsupials are they're they're warmer weather animals, right? Maybe don't have a pet kangaroo would be my. Well, I've just I've never seen like in the Arctic, you know, a kangaroo. Yeah, well, I don't think they I don't think they're well, up there. I don't, I don't think they're cold weather animals. My point is maybe I need a service kangaroo. I don't, it's a little taller. I think a service kangaroo would would leave though. Whereas if you had a service monkey with a little vest on <laughs> that said service, I'm you sorry. Could take are it on you now suggesting it would sit next to you? It would it would clean your uh, your your. Uh, your your pap device to sleep with your sleep pap. <laughs> it, would, it would open doors and open cabinets and make you cereal for no, the morning. No, don't make me get a monkey. <laughs> I already bought that godforsaken machine because of you. What? Oh, the cleaner for your sleep. The, the so clean or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But but it works, doesn't it? Yeah, it freaking works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it is it super clean? You notice a difference? Yes. You yeah. were right. There you go. I was right. It's your health, man. It's important. So are you suggesting that the monkey be on some sort of leash? The monkey will be on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But otherwise, the monkey's going to bail. doesn't want to fucking hang out where you are, man. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Oh, my God. <laughs> monkey don't want to be there for you. Yes. Oh, somebody's gonna Photoshop that for Isn't sure. Isn't that the whole point of the 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 service Derek animal? With a is fucking the, monkey. Is they want to be with there the for on. you? I feel like somebody already manipped us. No, people people with service dogs, they have fucking leashes on their dogs, or they have those vests that have handles on the back, and they walk around with them. I feel like there's they already the been, dogs don't just wander. Somebody did a manip of us as uh, Michael Jackson and Bubbles. The, yeah, they did. Yeah, okay. I yeah, but I think this one will be better. Eons ago. How long have we been doing this, this though? This I'm not even in. This is you and a service monkey. That's it. It's the whole picture. And then the other one is me as Superman and you as Richard Pryor sitting <laughs> on my back. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's amazing that we have nine listeners. Yeah. We have nine listeners, and one is really good at Photoshop. We don't get any of these references. When was Richard Pryor and Superman? Superman 3. Oh, I know that. I'm talking about our nine listeners. Oh. What do you think? I don't know when Richard Pryor was in Superman? I wasn't sure. I could do the entire... You surprise me every day. I could do the entire monologue when he pretends to be in the army, and he gives Superman the... (laughs) Now, I just got back from the Pentagon! 
I have no idea what you're talking about. That's there's awesome. A, there's a whole scene <laughs> in Smallville where they're like, it's Superman Day. Yeah. And and they're giving like the key to the city to Superman, which is hilarious because you know Clark Kent's from Smallville, and and Richard Pryor comes up and acts like he's a general in the army, and and gives him fake kryptonite or like it gives him a piece of kryptonite like here's a piece of your home world and it doesn't do anything to him because they screwed up the uh ingredients when they when he was trying to make it with his supercomputer that's pretty god cool. you are a horrible st- storyteller <laughs> that was really that was really fucking boring i was on the spot your tone gets lower. The story just gets slower and longer. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't have my service monkey to help well, me with a lot right. of the story. See, that's exactly why you need a service monkey. I don't monkey. think a service monkey is going to do shit for my storytelling. You don't You don't think so? No. Until all of a sudden you're like, this fucking service monkey is great at telling stories. If the service monkey is doing better at storytelling than I am, we have, an, we have greater issues. We, we have greater issues as it is. What? <laughs> <laughs> It can only fucking get better from now on. It, it can only I go up. I didn't know I was a co-host until today. <laughs> I've just been sitting over it here in the mean, armchair. That doesn't mean you tell great stories. It's been because three you're a years, and I'm just sitting over here in the armchair letting you do your thing. Jeez. I'm your service animal. Whatever. I am. Yeah, you're. you're yeah. <laughs> so someone's gonna Photoshop that now. You with a monkey in a vest, and me with you in a vest. Your service animal. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. That's Thanks it. for coming back. Play All us out, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! God. I thought I was Ed McMahon, but I'm a service dog. <laughs> no, you're a service monkey. I'm a service monkey. <laughs> Those don't even exist. Yeah. No. They do now. <sighs> what are we? What are we leaving to? What are we? What are oh, we I don't. E- I don't even know if I have any songs left. We get it. We'll just. <laughs> let's, we'll play circus let's music. Yeah, play circus music. Yeah. You know what? Just, just do that. Just play circus music. At with Bagpod on the internet with Bagpod.com. Brian Austin Green. Thank you so. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.